latest on Yellow Jackets basketball, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Oh, he takes the outlet pass. He soars up and dunks it down. Oh, and more left a crater under the basket. We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Welcome in to another edition of the Josh Pastor Radio Show coming off a season-high 96-point effort in a rout of Alabama State on Saturday. Georgia Tech jumps back into conference play with its ECC home opener on Wednesday night, 7.30, right here at McCamish Pavilion as they take on the Clemson Tigers. Look forward to breaking down that one with you. We'll look back on what transpired at McCamish on Saturday. How about 25 assists a season high? Only five turnovers committed and a lot of wealth being spread around for the Yellow Jackets. And we look forward to breaking it all down with your questions as well. The phone lines are open tonight, 404-231-1680, You can also tweet your questions right here to me, at Andy Demetra. But, of course, you want to hear from the head coach himself, Josh Pastor, who joins us now. Coach, good to see you. How are you? I'm doing well, Andy. How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, shall we break down uh, Alabama State? Yeah. You know, we can uh, talk Alabama State. Um, <clears throat> you know, we only had one game this week. Mm-hmm. So we can talk. I'd like to talk a lot about this week, obviously, about the game, because there's a lot <clears throat> that uh, went into the game. But also the, what's leading up to the game with the finals week all went into yeah. the whole deal. I came running down the stairs. That's why I'm out of breath well, a little hey, bit. You catch your breath. I'll give you some numbers there for you and for and all I the fans. To, and, and we have a lot to talk about about a big game on Wednesday as well, too, with Clemson. I mean, that's there's. A, I, I'd rather not just save the last few minutes of that in the last segment because there's a lot to talk oh, yeah. about that upcoming game. So go ahead. All right, so 54% shooting. You had a 55-point first half. It was your highest scoring half since the second half of the Wake Forest game, your ACC opener, 2018-19. It was Georgia Tech's most points in the first half since November of 2015 when they hung 56 against Wisconsin Green Bay. 13-24 three-point shooting. The 25 assists is impressive. Only five turnovers, though. For a while there, you were threatening to tie the school record for fewest turnovers in the game. You've talked often this year about playing the right way, and just the numbers that I decided, they're very gaudy, and I think they tell some of how you guys played the right way on Saturday. But on a more granular level, how would you say Saturday's game kind of represented what you've meant by playing the right way and then getting the results you did? Yeah, um, that 2018, I'm going to go back to that 2019, that was the most points in the first half, you're saying, that we've had since that point? Uh, Yes, what, and that was um, so. It was your most points in the first half since Tusculum your first year. Most points in the first half versus Division One opponent since Green Bay 2015. Most points in a half overall since the ACC opener. You had 59 in the second half gotcha. versus Wake Forest. Second half. I knew it was the second half. Yeah, I remember yeah. the game. That's why I, I, I you said second half. Okay, that's said first. Okay, couple things. One is, let me talk about leading up to this week, <clears throat> and. Um, this is a not an easy week going into this game because of Georgia Tech, Georgia Institute of Technology. And, um, you know, our young student athletes, our young men, they are in school. And this is a really hard, challenging school that is um, <clears throat> that is real. And it's one of the most toughest and rigorous curriculums uh, in the country. 
and um, and you know there, we were not only was it um, you know that we had to deal with the finals and trying to find time where everybody was able to be on the practice floor at the same time because of the different final schedules. This wasn't like a you know it's not like class schedules where you know where it is where you had a block of time to to get on the floor. This was a final schedule that you just gotta. <clears throat> You know, you got to work around to make sure you give guys the opportunity to to take the final. Tons of studying groups and um, tutors and all that stuff throughout the course of the week. And then on top of that, we were like a mash unit uh, when it comes to uh, you know our amount of injuries that we had and trying to even get guys to practice and just being able to do that for the course of. The week. I mean, we were literally just had a bunch of guys just banged up, and um, and you know, really on the on the injured reserve uh, in the IR in a sense, you yeah. know, just because of the amount of injuries we had. That being said, um, it was not it, it was it was not an easy week leading up to the game. And I and look, I don't take any game for granted, and everybody knows that. I don't take any team for granted. I know that everybody. In this day and age, everybody's good. Everyone you play is is well coached, got good players, and you can take nobody for granted. There's not that margin of error anymore. I mean, heck, the SWAC uh, beat three Pac-12 yeah. teams um, in just, that challenge earlier this year. They it's, can it's, play some ball. In that yeah, league. it's it's wide open. I mean, the whole the whole country of college basketball, which makes it exciting, is just anybody can beat anyone on any given night. There's not that, you know, margin between teams anymore. There's the the parity, which which makes it really neat. Um, but going into the game on Saturday, I, I, I decided to start that group, and I ch- obviously I changed the starting lineup, Andy. And um, and I really, <clears throat> you and I talked in the pregame, and I really didn't know what was going to be available to me, literally before the during until warm up. So, you and I did our pregame, but you know until you go in warm ups and until the final time we go out on the floor. Do I know how guys are feeling because of the amount of the, the we were banged up or, you know, just kind of, you know, not able to practice because of injuries? And, and, and a couple guys were sick. A couple guys, you know, the, there's a lot of stuff going around right now with just, you know, I know for the last couple of years, COVID's been the big thing. But, you know, guys, there's still a lot of things of just colds and flus and, you know, throat stuff and just you know sinus infections there's just a lot of that stuff and so so we so we got hit with that as well too but i really didn't know who was going to be available until we really showed up and game time but i felt most comfortable starting the group i did because those five guys practiced all week did not those five guys were the five guys that did not miss anything and and, and again i wouldn't hold anybody um um, there's no discipline for missing practice due to an injury or anything like that. That's not why. It's just I just felt, you know, I was concerned about our rhythm. Guys who hadn't practiced for a while and who'd been banged up, I was concerned about our rhythm and their conditioning. Um, and, of course, you know, I just felt those five guys had practiced all week. They had done all the running. And um, I just felt it was the right thing uh, as in terms of our team and I felt it was going to give us our best chance to give us our best start uh, in the game just based on a loan of they've had the rhythm going of yeah. practicing all week. Yep. Whereas, whereas some of the other guys, again, 
<clears throat> injuries are part of the game. Things happen. You don't hold that against anybody. But it's the the facts are when you don't practice, you can lose your conditioning and your rhythm for a while. And I just wanted to make sure we got off to a good start. And it worked itself out. That group that we started gave us a great lift. Um, you, you know, because Debo Coleman all week had had issues with his Achilles. You know, he's been – Debo's, you know, tough, hard nose, and he's he's played through a lot of things. And you know, you got to be real careful on that Achilles. He's had issues with his Achilles, so he's, you know, I didn't know if he was going to play. We had it, <clears throat> Davon Smith had hurt his ankle in the Carolina yeah. game, so he was out for most of the week trying to rehab his ankle. Obviously, Javon Franklin was out all week. He's questionable uh, for Saturday, for excuse me, for Wednesday versus Clemson, but he was not able to play due to the groin. You got to be careful on those groins. You don't want to rush anyone back on that. Um, Lance Terry had hurt had hurt his head a, a couple days into the week and was out and he was questionable playing for this past Saturday but he was able to play and did a nice job and um, um, and I think that's uh, <clears throat> and then uh, Miles Miles Kelly was sick but he was able to practice all week he did practice he did have a viral infection but but he was able to practice but look i felt those guys did a nice job and and you know Kyle Sturdivant you look at his stat line 8 points 8 rebounds 7 assists Tristan Maxwell who who you know prior to that game his numbers weren't great shooting wise even though he hadn't turned the ball over all season long i knew he was a better shooter than that we all knew that and he just and he and he and he had a great week of practice and it and it went into him making the shots and played the right way, hit those two threes to kind of get us going, yeah. and they were good looks and good shots. And Also had a career high in assists. Had four, four assists. assists. Only one turnover. You know, one turnover, that last turnover there in that corner, but but did a nice job on the defensive rebounds in terms of cracks and rotational rebounds that we talk about a lot. Um, Miles Kelly was, you know, you could tell he was still a little bit affected from the, from, from the sickness throughout the week. Actually, as well as we shot the three-point shot, as good of a shooter as Miles Kelly is, yeah. he, he was the worst per- – Technically, percentage-wise, in that game for three-point shooting. Well, it's interesting because all season long, your three-point percentage has been propped up by Miles and, and Debo. Debo. Those guys were combined 37% from three. rest of the team was hovering around 22% in yep. that Alabama State game. Miles and Debo combined to shoot two of seven, but the rest of the guys were nine of 17. Yep. So it was nice to see those roles inverse. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, I thought obviously, Rodney Howard uh, gave us a double-double, and I just thought he was good in his transition runs. I thought he was good with his, you know, <clears throat> um, uh, you know, he's really gotten better. I, he he's gotten better. You can just see <clears throat> his uh, his ability to make this jump shot, his ability to go at the glass. He made a couple shots off the glass. His dunking, you know, <clears throat> I think he had a stretch there where he hit what thirteen shots in a row, Andy. Yeah, between the last two shots he made against Northeastern, he was four of four versus Georgia, three of three versus North Carolina, made his first four. Versus Alabama State, so yeah, there was a point there where he had made 13 consecutive from the field. And then I thought Jalen Moore was really good. I thought he was really, really good. I just thought he exerted his ability. I got on Jalen earlier uh, the day before, just said, "Hey, man, you've got to leave it all on the floor. Like, 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 we can't be having because your ceiling is so high." And I felt in North Carolina, he just left a lot on the floor, and, I, and he was sick during that course of that week. But we need Jalen to be really good, and, and and his ability, his ceiling is really high, <clears throat> and um, and uh, 
Uh, and, and he needs to be a great offensive rebounder for us. His glass coverage. We were much better on the glass this game as well, too. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and because uh, <coughs> I was disappointed in Carolina that not only we not – and, again, Javon got hurt, so he was out versus Carolina. But we weren't good in transition offense. We weren't good in transition defense. And we weren't good on the offensive glass. And those are bad combinations. <coughs> Excuse me. But versus Alabama State <coughs> – um, versus Alabama State, we were good in those areas. And uh, uh, Jalen just really emptied his tank, you know, exerted the, the energy out on the floor that needed to be done, the second and third efforts. And I thought Davon came in and gave us good minutes. It still was ten- His ankle was still tender. I thought Debo came in and gave us really good minutes and kind of got his first course of action up and down all week. And Lance Terry came in and was really good for us, hit big big shots, had big rebounds. And Jordan Mecca and Curl gave us good minutes and – so it was a good win <clears throat> for the Jackets. Uh, anytime you can score 96 points, have the margin of victory. And, look, we took care of business that we needed to take care of business, and that was important. And as you mentioned, only five turnovers. You know, we're top ten in the country both in in all the NC2A. We're top ten in the country in both three-point percentage defense mm-hmm. and turnovers, uh, least turnovers in, in on the offense. And I'm really proud of our guys on that because, you, as you mentioned, I have harped on about playing the right way. And and I just felt there was that stretch during uh, Fort Myers. We did not play the right way. We did not play the right way. I didn't. It didn't sit well with me. It ruined my Thanksgiving, um, and uh, we just were not good. We didn't play. We didn't play team basketball. We didn't play Georgia Tech basketball. And 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 we've we've continued to get better about understanding about playing the right way. That it's not my shot. It's it's our shot. It's the open man's the go-to man. The go-to man's the open man making the right reads, the cutting and how we play and giving yourself up and and understanding that the star of the team is the team. It's no one individual. We don't have that. For us to be successful in this ACC, it's got to be about team, team, team. You know, and only through the unity of the team will the individual flourish. Only through the unity of the team will the individual flourish. And so it's all about team. The star of the team is the team. And, and we've gotten better about playing the right way, and I'm so proud. Only five turnovers, 25 yeah. assists on 37 made field goals, but only five turnovers. And um, and the Georgia Tech record was four, and it was back in the in the Lethal Weapon 3 when they were playing LSU in the NCAA tournament game, which is just incredible. Only had four turnovers in that situation against that team, against LSU. But we had five. I would have loved for us to have the record. We had two at half. And then Kirill had two, and then Tristan had his first one all year in that corner right in front of our bench that didn't allow us to at least tie the record. But uh, but overall, it was a great win. Yeah, if that's a blind, we are it was top, a pretty faint one. But we are top 10 in both categories, which is really neat. Top 10 in three-point uh, percentage defense and top 10 in least turnovers in the country. You're going to be facing the very hot shooting three-point team in Clemson this Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. They're one of the, they're, and they're one of the top 10 in the country in three-point offense. There you go. So you know what to lock in on at McCamish Pavilion on Wednesday night. We will continue the conversation with head coach Josh Pastor. Phone lines are open 404-231-1680. Mike from Chattanooga, you've been waiting patiently. Hang tight through the commercial break. We will give you the entire runway to entertain your question for Coach Pastor on the other side of the break. This is the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. 
Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one-selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the east side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails plus live music and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember together. See your Atlanta area Lexus dealer. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech Basketball, Scana Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scana Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Haga, hey, haga. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Fans, there's magic when we cheer together. Let's create some magic with an ice-cold Coke. Cheers. As we welcome you back to the Josh Passner Show on this Monday night. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. The phone number for you is 404-231-1680. You know that opening segment. we got to let Coach Pastor pontificate a little. Now let's open those phone lines. And Mike in Chattanooga, you are now live. Go ahead with your question for head coach Josh Pastor. Hey, Andy, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I got uh, I got two questions, one offense and one defense. Which one do you want first? 
Mike, whatever you got, you can just throw them both out, and I'll answer them both. And I really appreciate you calling. Appreciate you listening. We don't take it for granted. Thank you for being a loyal uh, uh, Yellow Jacket supporter. But go ahead and a- ask them both, and I'll answer both. Just go ahead and ask them both. Okay, I'm going to go back in time a little bit to the Utah game. I meant to call in uh, last week but forgot. But uh, anyway, the Utah game, I was able to watch that on TV. And, uh, you know, the first half was uh, very frustrating to watch. And uh, and it's offense, right? It's, it's the Princeton. It's the, you know, it's um, – I guess my observation is is that sometimes it seems like we come down the court and the first eight to ten seconds are winding the clock down and they're throwing the ball, passing, you know, playing catch out 20 feet from the basket. And there's just not a lot of uh, – there's not a lot of friction. And what I mean by that is it doesn't seem like there's a lot of screening and picking and i mean you've got some good shooters on the team but you know even good shooters need a few inches and need a little space and some separation and and it just seems like there wasn't enough friction there now to your credit in the second half you started doing some high low action and you got some good friction and if you guys had played like that in the first half i think you'd have won the game so my first question is um have you guys thought much about how to get some more friction in the, in the offense in that first eight to ten seconds? I mean, you watch a lot of teams come down. As soon as they get down the court, man, they're looking to get a shot. They don't want to run the clock down and have to force something up and, and when you're under a lot of pressure. And good, good defensive teams, if, if you don't put that friction in there, they'll stay on you, and then you're – and then your good shooters all of a sudden don't look so good. So that's my first one on offense. Second one on defense, man. I, I this one, I just, I was just like, I was like, he's got to do it now. He's got to do it now. And what I'm talking about is the Georgia game, and great win for Georgia Tech. Appreciate that game a lot. Uh, but in the second half. Uh, Georgia seemed to be able to drive the lane at will. And, I mean, they were getting shots three, five feet from the rim. Now, granted, some of them they pulled out of their bulldog butts. And, you know, to their credit, they made some of those. And they were tough shots. But I kept thinking, Jesus, you know, they're, they're, they're getting, they're driving that lane so easy. Certainly at the timeout or after a made bucket or something, Josh is going to switch up throw the one three one freak on them or the i shouldn't call it a freak i'll call it a hybrid because i still don't I, I even played guard i still don't understand the rules of your guards on that one three one but i love it i love it. it's great defense and you you've done great with it but i kept thinking surely josh is going to throw that one three make him make a long one out of the corner right um but you kept on the man to man they kept driving down the lane so what was your thought process is what i'm uh, curious about in that second half against Georgia when they were driving that lane like that. Yep, Mike, I hope some you. of that made some sense. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, uh, let me answer both questions. Appreciate you calling on that and um, um, <clears throat> and uh, appreciate you listening and, and, and calling in. Let me first address the offensive uh, question, then I'll go to the defense. Uh, one, the Utah game uh, and, and I'm going to do it more of a 30,000 feet feet view of, of your question but initially for the Utah game I thought both Utah that whole time in Fort Myers Mike we were not good and we didn't and, and regardless take out the offense for a second I just didn't think we played the right way we, we didn't play the right team basketball we didn't get off to good starts in either game down there in Fort Myers 
Uh, we weren't sharing the basketball. We weren't cutting hard. Um, you know, we just we, we, we just you know, I, I had talked about having like the disease of me was creeping into our team during that those games and it creeped in and, and it crept in and it got into and it infected us. And, and I don't blame the student athletes on that. I put that on me. That's I allow I allowed it to, to kind of creep in and it the disease of me uh, um, mentality just really infected our team and it wasn't good. And, and I don't care what offense or defense or how good of players you have. You're not winning any game when you play like that. And my teams don't in all my 14 years as head coach rarely have ever had issues of disease. I mean, there's times where things happen part of teams, but I usually able to nip it in the bud. It crept in, but I was able to 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 hopefully kill the virus in a in a sense and and really nip that in the bud after those two games, um, and 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 kind of uh, course correct and rechange on that. Uh, regarding your question about on the and again, not as much about the Utah part because I didn't think again we just didn't play the right way and we had a bad two games down there. Um, but 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 uh, Mike, let me say this: we want to play fast and transition. That was one of the things that we discussed in a Carolina game we didn't get like versus Carolina we didn't get any transition offensive points people have including you Mike and other fans I know they talk about the Princeton like we don't run just Princeton I mean we run Princeton as in terms of the structure of what we run but into dribble drive into different things and you're 100% right Mike we we've got to score more in transition and I thought we were much better against Alabama State granted I understand the sit- that it wasn't North Carolina or Utah we were playing on Saturday um, but but we need to score that's something that we've talked about over and over based on this year's team and the and the speed and the athletes that we have and and, and we're not an overly big team we've got to score in transition that is a point of emphasis and we weren't scoring in transition in Fort Myers and 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 we just we weren't playing at the pace that needed to be played at so our our objective off of a missed shot is we want to score in the first eight to ten seconds we do not want to run our half-court offense in those first eight ten seconds in transition we want to get a clean rebound, a clean outlet. We want to sprint and, and occupy both corners. If a guy's coming behind us, push the guy through. We want to rim run to the, as fast as we can. We want to play in those first to eight, ten seconds off of a miss and try to score. Off of misses or off of turnovers, we, want, we do not want to pull it out. We want to play and score in the first eight to ten seconds. Then from there... If we don't have anything or the team's done a good job of getting back, we need off of a miss to flow quicker and faster into our half-court offense um, and, and, and having better pace and, and, and getting into that quicker. Um, and then from there, the ending clock, we run a lot of dribble-drive stuff that, that as, the pl- as I call it the play after the play, Mike, we get into dribble-drive action, playing downhill, trying to conquer multiple paint touches, those type of things. Um, and so, so that is an emphasis of us, and, and we've got to be better at that. And I thought we took a, I thought we took a good step on that on Saturday, and 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 again the competition rises at another level on Wednesday, and I get that. Um, but we've got to try to generate more opportunities, and that's the reason we we didn't score enough in 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 North Carolina. I go back to the Carolina game was strictly because we got no transition opportunities. And you go back to the Utah. We sort of won the game versus Utah. We missed free throws. Missed open shots. We 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 clawed our way back, but but again, we didn't do a great job in transition offense. I agree with you, and there were some things that you know 
that was a bigger deal that 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 really hurt us down there. And then regarding your defensive question, uh, Mike, I appreciate the, the kind words on the zone. I've said this before. Most people uh, say now we're like the Don, the John Cheney of the zones of Temple back in the day because our zones are really hard to figure out. Most people will tell you that we've surpassed Syracuse and all those Syracuse teams because we do have a really good zone. That being said, I felt in that segment of the Georgia, both teams were playing back and forth, um, and um, and we were scoring at a high clip. And they, you know, Mike, they as you mentioned, they hit a couple of really tough shots. The kid Roberts was getting great buckets. He did get some deep in the paint. We talk about in our ball screen coverage, the guy guarding the ball's got to war over. He's got to really crack his legs over onto the defender, onto the offensive guy setting the screen, warring over. But some of our screening coverages weren't as good as needed to be that we allowed some middle penetration. So maybe the guy guarding the, the, the person over, we call him the plug man. The plug was too low or wasn't over enough. Uh, the plug man needs to be higher and faking and fading with his outside foot and jabbing, and so he's in a stunt position towards the ball. So the ball handler feels that the floor is shrunk and crowded. We talk about all five guys guarding the basketball. And at that time, uh, uh, in our man defense, there we had a couple breakdowns. Now, granted, we were able to get some stops. Our zone had – we did play zone when we, we – if you – Mike, we started the zone in the second half against Georgia, and, and that got us in the game. I think we went on a 9 or 11-0 run um, in that second half starting out. We did some different zones. But during that stretch that you're talking about, they made some tough shots. Got to give Georgia credit. We tried some different defensive coverages, and then some of the stops that we were able to get, we tried uh, some different segments of what we wanted to do um, <clears throat> you know, in ball screen coverage. But based on how it was, and we were trading baskets, I had a concern about in our zone where we're going to give up a corner three. And you mentioned about giving up a corner shot. Uh, You know, at the time, I was concerned about giving up a corner three because I just felt we needed to get a stop. And I didn't know if our zone was ready for that just at that point. I felt a little more comfortable with man. Again, looking back at the tape, they hit some great shots. Actually, there was a few times where we had good defense. Just better offense. Better offense, and that's part of the deal, and that happens. And so... But we'll keep tinkering and keep tweaking and keep adjusting, and, and I do think we're on the right path. Um, I really like our team, Mike. Um, we're, we're better than what we were in Fort Myers. Uh, I, I thought we played really well in transition on Saturday. Again, I understand the competition level. It'll, it'll, it'll ratchet up on Wednesday. Um, but, but, hey, it is what it is. You're still playing five on five, and, 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 and our offense is good. We're top ten in the country Mike, you know, I, I'll also say this. You watch a lot of basketball around the country. I mean, I, I won't name the names. I watch games on Saturday by two top 25 teams, multiple teams. All they do, you, you say, you know, teams, people say, well, they just, just dribble. They give the ball a headache, pound, 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 give it a migraine. Yes, they've each team's got, got you know, multiple pros, but it's not fun basketball to watch. I, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe certain people like it, but I, I, I think cutting and moving and not and and the ball and attacking and 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 you're right, Mike. We want to play in transition, and we've got to be better at scoring in the first eight to ten seconds. That is a point of emphasis has been from us from the summer, fall, and that's something that's got to be cleaned up. Um, and we have been better at it. And I don't know what we're averaging on the year in points per game. Um, right now, I know it wasn't enough against North Carolina, but like even versus Georgia, we had 79. Um, Utah and Marquette, like I said, are the, the issue in that deal there. 
But um, but I I like the cutting and the moving and not standing and not and that's what we've we've been successful with that into our system. Do you have the points per game? Seventy three point one. And if I may interject, we are a little overdue for a break. Okay, I'll get you a break. The there we go. I just, but I hope that answers. Side. I hope that answers both questions for Mike. You know, it is an occupational hazard with you doing this show. We're going to be behind break schedules, but that's okay because we enjoy hearing you articulate your basketball insights to our fans. Mike, we appreciate the call. 404-231-1680 if you want to chime in with your question for Josh Pastor tonight. We'll take a timeout here in the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset on the sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, 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 uh, Oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. This holiday, whether you're roasting a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or making a Murray's Baked Brie for two, whether you're baking a pie with fresh cosmic crisp apples like grandma's or ordering private selection cream pies when grandma's pie is all gone. Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one-selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the East Side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails, plus live music and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com.
Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Georgia Tech versus Clemson. Jackets have won three straight at home versus the Tigers who come into McCamus Pavilion Wednesday night, 7.30. The tip time, our airtime on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports at 4 o'clock. And how about this, Coach? In those last three home games versus Clemson, you're facing a team with plenty of firepower. Clemson's 15th in the nation in three-point shooting. They lead the ACC 40.2%. But in your last three home games against Clemson, you guys are averaging 48% from three. Against Clemson. Against Clemson. Well, your last I, three home games, no great. surprise, they've all been wins. Yeah, I, uh, you know, when you shoot in the three-point range like that, doesn't matter who you're playing, you're going to have chances to win the game. That's what we've talked about, about shooting mm-hmm. is so important. But, um, <clears throat> yes, I hope we can shoot 50% from three on, on Wednesday. <laughs> that would really help. I think this Clemson team is really good. Um, um, I think, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Brad Burnell. I think he's a great coach. They run a great program. It's interesting. They lost three guys from last, four guys from their from their last year's team in in Dawes, who's really good. Their little guard Honor. I think he went to Minnesota. Dawes went to Seton Hall, and um, um, and D- they, David Collins uses eligibility. Yep, Nas Bohannon was also another guy. Yeah. yeah. And I had thought that okay, could they take a step back? But they're you know it's interesting. You just never know. That's what's so beautiful about sports and team basketball is. Uh, addition through subtraction. I mean, I- again, those guys they lost are good players, but maybe with without those guys, it opened up some other areas because it moved Chase Hunter, who's having his cr- best year since he's been in college, to the point guard spot, and he's playing point and he's shooting. He's our leading scorer, shooting almost fifty percent from three. He's really playing at a high level. Where if those other guys were back, he would not be at the point guard. That just shows you how addition through subtraction. I think. Is it Hunter Tyson or Tyson Hunter? I keep missing. It's Hunter Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. I know he's number Gotta five. Got to be aware of those two first names. Yeah, I, yeah. I know he's number five. That's what I do know, and I think he's really good. I think he's one of the best players in the ACC. I think he's a key cog in what Clemson does. I think um, Chase Hunter is one of the most improved players in the ACC. Yeah. Obviously, PJ Hall, who's who's who we recruited heavily and hard for, is number twenty-four for for Clemson. Is really good, and he's shooting a over 40%. It was 3-for-3 three three last week on Saturday versus Richmond. And then they got the transfer from uh, Boston College, Galloway, who's a deep-range three-point shooter. He's changed his body. He looks good. He's a great three-point shooter. Hemingway, number 12, who can really shoot it. Uh, as you mentioned, he's a career 43% three-point shooter. Uh, we've guarded him well. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done a nice job on, on him. Um, you know, what's interesting is for the players they've lost, the guys that you mentioned – they're all juniors, seniors. Tyson, he's a fifth-year guy. Yeah. He's using his COVID year. And so they have some veterans who know no, how to play well I, within Brad Brownell's system. Well, and, and, and Tyson is number five. I, I think he's the key to their team, and, and he's really good. And that's where I go back to at the beginning of the year that the COVID year, and, and, and when this happened, and I and look, the COVID, I, I felt everyone who was going to be a senior deserve to have their COVID year back. Not every, not the whole, not not everybody else. And I think that's messed up a lot of things as in terms of because there's guys playing in our league this year that should not be playing. They should have been moving on to their next phase of life. I mean, co- that's the part of college basketball. You shouldn't be getting, this isn't the NBA where you get a 10-year contract and a 12-year contract. You have a window, and that's part of what makes college athletics great. 
and I felt in the COVID year, everyone should have been granted an additional year that was a junior going into their senior year of, of, of that year. That's it. Not everybody else. And because what happens is you look in the league, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Clemson, I can go on and on. These guys who should be gone, they should not be playing in college basketball. I can give you multiple other guys on different teams. They should not be playing. They should have been left as the proper maturation. Again, I'm not mad at them or anything because that's allow the rule. Um, but I had felt that that it, it it's it it, it uh, I felt in the COVID year everybody should have got an additional year that was a, that was going to be a rising senior. Okay. That's how I felt at that time. That being said, that is what it is, and so. You know, there's no excuse or no, you know, it's just, it just, what it does is, um, you know, because getting old really matters in this league. I think it's a big deal. And, and, and the mat- natural maturation of that is the key part on how to, to get old. So the COVID year has changed on that. And, uh, and, and certain guys in the league that because they've used the additional year, it's per the rules. There's nothing against the rules. They've, they've, it's been allowable. So you've got to deal with it. It makes a guy like Clem at Clemson, number five, Tyson Hunter, Hunter Tyson, Hunter Tyson. I just know number five and he's really good. Look In your defense, it's confusing. They have a chase Hunter and a Hunter Tyson. Yeah. But that being said, I know he's a really good player, and I think he's the key to their team, and he's well, one of the best why, why players in the Why do you think a- he's the key to their team? Well, because he can just do multiple things. And I think he's one of the best players in the ACC. You look at his stats, you know, he, he he's not their leading scorer, but I think he's he's like their second or third leading scorer. Second leading scorer, but he, leading but rebounder. He's a leading rebounder. He's a great offensive rebounder. He's great in the post. He shoots over 40% from three. He can really pass, um, and um, – um, and he's just a really good basketball player. He knows how to cut. He knows how to move. He knows how to dive. Um, knows how to find the open seams. He, he's a he's a good. He's just good. He's a good player, and he's an, he plays like he's an older veteran. That's how he plays. And so credit to him um, on that. He's really good. And so um, <clears throat> uh, and I was just going to tell you something about him, and I just lost my train of thought. But. That all being said, uh, I just think Clemson's really good. I think that they're really well coached. They're really good offensively, run a lot of good actions. They're a very good three-point shooting team. And we've had some great games against Clemson in our time here. We've had, we've had great wins. I mentioned the win. How about the win Be right before the COVID thing happened? We had a great win at their place. And, and then we had the one where we lost, the one where they hit the buzzer shot. And last year at their spot, it went back and forth. We won the game here earlier. So... There's been a lot of really great games between us and Clemson of real barn burners, and so it's been a good basketball for both teams. No, it, it's always been an end-of-your-seat series of late. Home team has won the last four games in this series. We'll see if we can make that streak five come Wednesday Yes, I, hope, I would like to make it five. That would be a good thing. And we look forward to seeing you here at McCamish for that. Again, 7.30 is when we tip off. We'll be on the air with our pregame coverage at 7 o'clock. Much rather, though, us hear you uh, then you hear us because that means you guys are here at McCamish. We'll take another timeout. Again, the number to call, 404-231-1680. You can also tweet your question to me, at Andy Demetra. We'll continue with more of the Josh Pastor Show after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Everybody has a jillion things going on these days, so at Apartments.com, we help you stay on top of your apartment search with powerful tools like saved searches and instant alerts. Alert. You just enter what you want. Alert. Like location, price, and amenities. Alerto. And Apartments.com will alert you as soon as those places become available. Alert. Here's your perfect place. Thanks, me. And you can customize your alerts somehow. I think I set mine to Mr. Snarky. You do hear me. 
Maybe I can change mine to British. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. This holiday, whether you're roasting a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or making a Murray's Baked Brie for two, whether you're baking a pie with fresh cosmic crisp apples like Grandma's or ordering private selection cream pies when Grandma's pie is all gone, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember together. See your Atlanta area Lexus dealer. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech Basketball, Scanna Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scanna Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scanna today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANNER or visit scannaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. The Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra getting you set for Tech and Clemson Wednesday night at McCambus Pavilion. You'd mentioned Davon Smith was hobbled a bit with his ankle for the Alabama State game. Didn't need to use him much. Only 15 minutes off the bench. He still contributed three assists, no turnovers. Uh, I don't know if you checked uh, today. Davon Smith leads the ACC right now in assist-to-turnover ratio. I mean, that's that's remarkable given where he was last season to be playing with that kind of ball security now where he's number one in the ACC, 38 assists, just 14 turnovers. That's a, really a testament to how he's developed in your system. Yeah, really proud of Davon on that, and uh, he's continued to play the right way to to your 
point uh, to my point, Mike, earlier, just you know about playing the right way, where I felt we didn't do that in the Fort Myers. He had that great play where he drove it, played off of two feet at the um, at the at the um, uh, at the basket at the block right in the second half, and and didn't force anything. Pivoting, we we don't just talk about pivots; we talk about pivoting, multiple pivots, and I think that's really really important. Playing off of two feet, our survival in our program since I've been the head coach here has been about player development, has been about getting guys better. That doesn't happen overnight. And look at Davon. I mean, if I, I, I mean, you look at last year, I mean, he really struggled for us, you know, and I mean, there's times where, you know, I, I put him right on the bench and didn't play him at times towards the end of the year. I thought he started turning the corner, but I'm so proud of Davon because the, the jump that he's made, the improvement that he's made, he's a really good basketball player right now. And it, listen, he's still got to get better in a lot of areas, but I'm so proud of him. He's put a lot of time and effort in. He, his jump from last year to this year, his improvement, you can visually see it that he's continuing to play the right way. His ball security, making the right decisions, keeping things simple and hitting singles. Um, you know, I'm just so, so joyed to hear that. And uh, uh, it's, a great, it's a great stat to have and really, really proud of of Davon. He had arguably his best game of the season last year at home versus Clemson. Had, had 16 points, 8 rebounds, had a, a career high in assists, which still stands equal to that in the Georgia game, but he was all over. And he was he's great on the, the offense, yeah. on the offensive boards. Plus, he's one of the best guard defensive rebounders in the country, too. Not for bad guards. for somebody who's... Uh, you know, maybe maybe six feet, but when you got a forty-four and a half inch vertical, uh, you but, but he's learning. Hot. But he but he's he's be, he's becoming a really good player, and um, you know, and and again, granted, he's still got to get um, uh, better in areas now because it, it, now, listen, I don't want to cry um, over uh, what's it called spilled, spilled milk. Spilled yeah. milk. He, he technically has because of the COVID year. He he technically has um, what three years left after this year. Um, because this is his third year, so he he has two years left. So technically, next year would have been a senior. But if he wants to use it, he's got two additional years. So, you know, it is what it is. So I'm I'm complaining yep. about it for other guys and other teams, <laughs> but maybe we can take advantage of it with our team. All right, we'll take one final timeout. Wrap things up here with head coach Josh Pastor. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech Basketball, Scanna Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scanna Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scanna today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scannaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. 
It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Well, four of the last five games between Georgia Tech and Clemson have been decided by five points or less. So make sure you're here and making your presence felt in McCamish Pavilion this Wednesday. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and the Clemson Tigers ACC home opener for the Jackets, 7.30. When we get underway, our network airtime at 7 o'clock. Final couple of minutes uh, of the program, Coach. Uh, Tristan Maxwell, look, his first career start, can't do much better than 18 points, five threes, had a career-high four assists as well. It seems like another guy who, look, he's a rhythm scorer. Sometimes he needs a volume of shots to get into that rhythm, which may be antithetical or anathema to the type of system that you run. But how can he continue to grow uh, in your rotation with what you're doing and fill a niche for you this year? Well, um, uh, let me just say this on Tristan, you know, a couple things. Number one is you got to remember he was the player of the year in the state of oh, North yeah. Carolina. I love the fact too he was he had missed 16 straight shots entering that game Saturday. First touch in the half court. Oh, that's going up. Yeah, and it went well, down. Well, yeah. he, he, he so pl- he was the state Gatorade state player of the year in the state of North Carolina. Scored over 2,500 points in his four-year high school career. Has his jersey retired at high mm-hmm. at his at his high school gym. Um, so he was a decorated player. He just has not. You know, there's been a lot of things. You know, he's had uh, he's had some injuries his freshman year. Had a personal thing he was dealing with. He had a in a good way setbacks. Yeah, no, in it, but in a, he had a he had a he had a daughter. He was born, or excuse me, a son that was born um, that he had to take some time to get ready. You know, deal with that. And so he's just had some things. But but he had seven threes last year um, in a game versus Boston College. And I have said this. You know, this is really like Tristan's first year because he's been at every practice. He hasn't had things, whether it's injuries or some, you know, personal things outside of basketball. 
and he's and he's getting better. Yes, he started off a little slow with his shooting, but there's some things that he does well that doesn't always show up on the box score. I think he really moves the ball. He had not turned the ball over until the last game. He had his first turnover. But he's getting better, and I've said this. I actually thought next year was he was going to be his breakout year because I almost looked at next year was like kind of like his sophomore year mm-hmm. in a sense because this year is sort of like his first full year. And so I'm really proud of Tristan. He's gotten so much better. I'm so happy how he played on, on Saturday. Tristan can help us, and when he plays the right way and, and he's in a great spot, um, you know, uh, with great enthusiasm and positivity, he can really help help us. He's really smart. Um, I, I thought he was going to hit another one of those seven, eight, nine, three-point games, you know, on on Saturday. But he, when he's open, he's got to keep shooting the ball. He 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 runs the floor. He knows how to play. Does one of our best jobs at at, at throwing the ball ahead and also hitting guys, cracking guys on transition and uh, on defensive rebounding. And so, um, uh, like for seeing to make another five, six, seven threes yeah. on on uh, on Wednesday, that'd be cool. You'd love to see it, Brad Brownell. Probably less enthusiastic about that prospect. And I'm glad you mentioned the three pointers because this is the anniversary of the Georgia Tech school record for most made threes in a game by a player without a miss. Would you care to guess what that record is? Most made threes in a game without a miss. Well, how many? Oh, um, six. Six for six is what you're going with? It's actually five. Okay. It was Tony Akins. Really? Yeah, five for five versus Davidson, December 19th, 2001. And that well, has endured. Just, just so you know, Mark Price and I talked yesterday. He's coming to the game on Wednesday, so maybe he can give us some osmosis. Even though we shot the ball really well on Saturday, hopefully get him in the stadium, in the arena, watching the game Wednesday. We'll get some uh, uh, shooting there. Even though, And we're looking right out of his retired yeah. jersey, you know, right now up on the rafters. There you go. Mark Price, hopefully he'll be here for a good show, and uh, we'll make sure that you guys are here as well. Georgia Tech and Clemson, the ACC home opener. Last game before the holiday break for your Yellow Jackets. Can't wait to see you out there. And, of course, you can join us on the air for our pregame coverage at 7 o'clock. That wraps up this week's edition of the Josh Pastors Show. Our next show, January 2nd, two weeks off for the holidays. Back I don't like January that. I want to be having a show even every day. Hey, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. How about that, Coach? There you go. All right, he's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks for watching. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Folks, you don't have to play the game to change the game, and you don't need to be a scout to find the NASDAQ's most innovative players. You can become an agent of innovation by investing in Invesco QQQ, the ETF that gives you access to some of the top NASDAQ 100 companies revolutionizing the sport you know and love. Huddle up with the NASDAQ's 100 most innovative companies in one ETF. Invesco QQQ is the official ETF of the NCAA. 
There are risks involved with investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs are subject to risks similar to those of stocks. Investments focused in the technology sector are subject to greater risk and are more greatly impacted by market volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies traded on the NASDAQ. An investment cannot be made directly into an index. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit Invesco.com for a prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully before investing. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. You've been listening to the Coach Josh Pastner Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets hoops and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.